Welcome back. Come on, come all. Welcome back. Second string podcast. Tuesday, 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 July 20th. We are cooking through July. Once again, I say this every month, cooking through it. Warm weather's coming. Well, that's a little premature, not coming to an end, but almost through July. That's a little fucked up. Anyways, we're back. Second string podcast between you and me. I know I said all the sports stuff is moving to the Detroiter. I'm not going to do any of it here. I'm not going to do it today, but I got to mention it. I just finished uh, watching the Tigers game. They fucking beat down, beat down beyond recognizability. The Texas Rangers, like a mangy dog that they got in their four-wheeler and ran over 20 times. That's a graphic, graphic, graphic image. Probably kind of a bad one to choose. I like dogs, but that's how messed up that game was. The Tigers just beat the Rangers into a bloody pulp. What a game it was to watch. Comerica, it was no 31,000 fans. It was still back to the skin and bones as far as the crowd's concerned, but they were buzzing a bit. They were getting loud. They knew what was happening. They're fucking, they're appreciative of anything positive that goes on there, let alone a 14-0 or whatever the final was just massacring. The Tigers, man. The Tigers, this team, uh-oh, you might uh, put the radar up. Put the radar up. I'm I'm buzzing a bit. They, they were getting me fired up. It's the most fun I've had watching a Tigers baseball game in God knows how long, at least like four or five years. Not I don't know, maybe like Casey Mize's debut, but that was only fun because Casey Mize pitched. Like it wasn't a fun or good game. It was just, oh, this is something to not be depressed about. The This is one night of the entire season where I won't be sad about the Tigers. I'll take that shit. What a night. Um, episode today. Episode today. We'll probably keep it quicker. The Detroiter, the new episode this week is going to come out tomorrow. Big, big, big couple guests, Nick Hankel and Eli Bashi coming on for the Pistons segment. We'll touch on everything, Wings, maybe some Lions, some Stafford. Uh, not much college football related or basketball, but I'll probably fucking sneak something in there. I'm addicted to Mel Tucker, so I'd be surprised if I didn't. Today, however, we're just going to be going out, a little weekend recap. little weekend recap, sharing some anecdotes, some stories, some some topics of thought. Topics of discussion. Topics of thought that turned in to topics of discussion. That's all. Spent my spent my weekend. Well, I guess I, I mean I didn't do anything Friday. I just watched TV, watched a movie, watched uh Hush, kind of a creepy movie. You know what's a weird this is actually a good thing to talk about. So in that movie, spoiler alert, I mean it's not a fucking it's not gonna win any Oscars, so you're not really missing out on a ton if you go through with it with the spoilers that is some guy he's a creep he shows up to this girl's house he's wearing a fucking like all white mask it's a very very strange all white mask and he's got some of the mike myers syndrome where he just walks like he's very deliberate never in a rush kind of thing just taking his sweet ass time which is also just a creepy creepy feature for your killer (laughs) creepy attribute for a villain to have is they don't run which is weird isn't that weird a guy who isn't chasing after you as quick is scarier than a guy who's doing everything in his power to get to you. Isn't that strange? But it's fucking true. This guy's if if I got a guy with an axe who's walking around after me versus a dude with a, a knife who's sprinting after me, the guy with the axe, I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? This dude is one sick puppy because now you're getting the thought, shit, 
judging by my math and basic physics, if I'm running and he's walking, I should be able to get away from him. But because he's walking makes me think I can't get away from him. Him walking makes me think he's in no rush. It's inevitable. I don't like the sound of that. A guy with a fucking sharp, sharp knife and bad intentions is inevitable. It's inevitable he'll catch me. That's creepy. But anyways, he's wearing the white mask and like 20 minutes into the movie. So it's a horror. Scared. It's like a stranger killer prisoner type movie. First 20 minutes, this dude, he murks one chick and he's just walking around the house with his mask. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? What is this guy's problem? He's not talking. He's just walking around and you're like, what the hell is up with this dude? And then 20 minutes into the movie, he takes his mask off and it's like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that all about? This just got 10 times less entertaining. I'm way, I'm not even scared anymore. Now it's just a dude. Now it's just a weird guy with a knife. Why is he taking the mask off? Michael Myers doesn't take the mask off. Darth Vader doesn't take the mask off until the end. Why are we just taking the mask off? That's, that's like the cardinal sin of making a horror movie. You just reveal the villain. Like your whole premise is, oh man, this villain, some like psychopath. And then you just reveal him instantly. That's now he's not a psycho. Now your villain's just some guy. That's kind of strange. When he's wearing the mask and he's not saying a word, you're like, what the fuck? What's this guy's deal? What's he doing here? I'm creeped out. He's walking around wearing an all white mask and he's a mute. Ah, what is this guy's deal? This guy's insane. I'm worried this guy might come for me in real life. The moment he takes the mask off, it's like, oh, that dude had a bad week and now he's doing something stupid. He's not scary anymore. It's just some guy out there that has some rope and a knife. Like that's not <sighs> Ugh. horror movie directors or writers. What's that? Why are we doing that? Still a pretty good movie all in all. Hush. Still a pretty good movie. Like I said, for sure more scary in the first 20 when the guy's a psycho and you're like, what the fuck's happening? It's like a little bit of a scream situation where you're like, dude, this guy's creepy. That mask is creepy. He's quiet. He's just walking around. That's weird. Still entertaining. Still, you know, fine way to spend your two hours late at night. If you want something to watch, there's other movies I'd watch before it certainly, but there's nothing wrong with it. Just bothered me so much. My friend, we're all sitting there like, dude, what are we doing? Why would they take the mask off? Like it, even if they needed him to talk or they need him to talk to accelerate the, or move the story forward, just leave the mask on. Just have him talk through the mask. Like, it's so weird that he – it's creepy as fuck anytime anyone doesn't show you their face. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's why Halloween, some of those actually, like, good, legit, scary masks. Like, you're walking around East Lansing October 31st. Like, you'll see a few people where you're like, dude, that's kind of – like they're taking this way too seriously or like just put up, throw on the Bob, the builder costume. You look like you're actually going to kill somebody. <laughs> I know it's a costume, but I'm actually afraid of you. Like it's not even, Oh, Halloween spooky. Like I'm going to keep a 30 foot radius from you all night. What the hell's the deal with the mask? It's like that all of a sudden it, it, you're, you're, it gets turned up. The heat gets turned up. You go from zero to 100. The moment they take the mask off. Okay. Some guy with a knife. That's no fun. It's not like, doesn't set you apart. Doesn't set anything apart. All it sets us apart is now I have to come on here and talk about it. Cause I just don't understand it. Anywho. Also 
spent my time or a little bit of my time at Royal Oaks Finest, the local watering hole, Tequila Blue, <laughs> the local watering hole. Um, I don't know. Decent place. Like it's solid. I like it. I don't love it. I like it though. It's, is there a downstairs? I've, I've only been there twice now. Is there a downstairs the way you walk in and then you go up the stairs? It reminds me of like a, like where you would go on like a date party in college, like a banquet hall on the first floor. And then upstairs is like the private room, but they just don't have anything on the first floor. I guess there's gotta be something down there. Either way. It's, it's fine. It's a fine place. The bartenders I like. There's this one guy who lives to be the bartender. He reminds me of the guy in Seoul who spins the sign and just like loves standing on the street corner playing with the sign. This guy is just tossing bottles in the air, fucking spinning them around his fingers, doing 360s, like laughing, cracking jokes. I'm sitting there like, I'm the one at the bar. This guy's working and he looks like he's having more fun than me. I want to hang out with this guy. He's fantastic. And then, so that was my first time I discovered that guy. I go again this weekend. Milwaukee Phoenix is playing. We just get there. There's like a minute left in the fourth quarter, maybe like a minute and a half, two minutes. We just get there. We're at the bar. We're ordering and the bartender's just like facing the televisions and we're sitting there like, oh shit. Okay. I guess we're just not getting, (laughs) this guy's just not interested. All right. Is what it is. Turns around. And he goes, yeah, I got 200 bucks on uh, on Milwaukee tonight. It, you guys are going to just have to give me a minute to watch the ending of this game. But if Milwaukee wins, the first round's on me. And we're just like, let's fucking go, Milwaukee. Let's go, Milwaukee. That last play, it's so funny because I don't – I would probably prefer Milwaukee win, but I don't really care. That last play of the game when Drew stripped it and then throws the lob to Giannis, in a matter of – five minutes i went from like whatever like i hope we catch the end of the game but if we don't okay fine to if milwaukee loses i may die i may drop dead on the floor right here in tequila blue tonight i went a complete 180 whatever i don't care to i'll cut my left pinky off from milwaukee to win the fact you already had the buzz going from the pregame you just get a carrot dropped in front of you like this you just get a carrot dropped in front of you like this. If Milwaukee wins, the bartender's going to pay for our first round. And and it's not like we got to wait five minutes for the game to end. The, we got like 30 seconds. There's a minute left. It's going to take fucking five minutes tops for this game to end. And we're getting a round. Milwaukee's winning. Giannis is the best player in the series. Are you kidding me? It was That was one of the most exciting like moments in time. Like if you could take a five minute window, I'll put that moment, that little window of getting there, him saying that, and then Milwaukee winning of excitement. I'll put that up against any five minutes I've had at a bar of all time. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. If you start expanding the window to like 10, 15, 20 minutes, then we might be talking Michigan State beating Duke to advance to the final four. But if we're talking five minute time frame, that was electric. We're all hanging tooth and nail, waiting for Milwaukee to pull this thing out, begging them to. And then comes the moment like, oh, is like was he full of shit? Like, is this guy actually there's like five of us? Is this guy actually actually getting the first round? Fuck yeah, he is. I pull out the card. He's like, dude, I just told you. I'm like, you're right. You did just tell me. I don't know why the fuck I would do that. I don't know why I would do that. How how dare I do that? You're the fucking man. I forgot. And Milwaukee's the best team on earth. Milwaukee's the best basketball team in the United States of America. I did forget about that. What a night, baby. What a night. 
It was pretty standard, though. Um, tequila Blue, yeah, like I said, interesting spot. I mean, it is funny how it's just a big-ass room. Like, there's really nothing to it. There's no, like, cool theme. I mean, I guess I'm not really a big theme guy. I don't know why themes came to mind. But there's no, like cool architecture no the the design the setup there's like no tables there's a couple tables on the side but ass there's no like comfortable cool big table areas it's just kind of an open room where everyone stands and then by the bathrooms people dance and that's pretty much it and it's not bad i don't mind it i will say this the crowd is solid i feel like most people are kind of in my age group i saw a few msu friends which is always a fun time i love seeing people i'm friends with that i haven't seen in a while who doesn't that's half of the fun of going to the bars. But the the crowd is solid. The music, I was kind of sent this time, if we're being totally honest. But the music from memory is pretty good. Like, I can get down with it. I'll do it. They do like to taste the EDM a bit. I will say that. They do like to taste and test the waters on how much, like, deep house heavy EDM they can get away with. I don't mind a little EDM. I don't mind a lot of the EDM, like Martin Garrix. If we're going to do the EDM bass and instrumental and then throw a throw of melody as someone singing over it, I can do that shit all fucking day. I can't totally do it for more than a song when it sounds like a computer's breaking or when it sounds like you pulled up your audio software and just kept clicking in random places and that's the noise it's making. Like I can't, that deep, deep, hard edm like house i don't even know really which one i'm thinking of Ah, it's tough and if you're just a tip for all the djs out there if you're a dj if you play clubs you play bars on the weekends if you have a friend if you have a relative if you've ever even met a dj maybe pass on the message because i honestly think i honestly think not only are, are the customers, the consumers, not only are we going to benefit tenfold, we're going to have such a better time. You don't, you know, every song, you don't have to sit there and try to dance to a 500 beats per minute fucking machine fuck fest. You don't have to try to dance to that. You can just put on some smooth tunes and sway a bit. If we're skipping the deep house, if you have friends that are DJs, if you have family members that are DJs, if you yourself are a DJ, Please, please, please do you, me, all of us a favor. People will be fans of you more if you do this. If you're going to play the deep house, if you have to play the deep house, if you physically won't be able to contain yourself, if you're going to go and like bite someone's ear off, if you can't physically stay one more minute without playing house, if you get to that point, try to keep it light. And if, if you have to go heavy, if you are just craving some fucking bass heavy, just deep house, please keep it to one song. Like, please keep it to one song. I know every different strokes for different folks. Everyone has their own taste. If you like house fucking great, that's awesome. Like, okay. But you're DJing at a bar where probably 90% of people don't like it. Or, or certainly don't know the song you're playing. And this applies to pretty much everyone. Unless you're at a rave, nobody knows how to dance to it. I can't fucking hit a two-step. I can't twerk to a heavy EDM song, a house, deep house song. I can't do it. Nobody can. The rhythm, the beat, the melody, where is it? It's fucking going left, right, all over. You can't, you can't write a dance to that. You can't turn your body and express yourself <laughs> to that kind of music. 
and you can't sing to it, which fucking sucks. DJs, please, if you insist, if you absolutely have to play a deep house track, please just play one and then let's get back to the hits. Let's get back to the hip hop. Let's get back to the mainstream stuff. Let's get back to the sing-alongs. Let's get back to the dance music. Mix in a throwback or two. Like the formula really isn't that difficult. We don't. We don't need any deep house. Unless you're playing at a bar or a club with the word electric or neon in it, then we don't need we don't need it. Like I'd imagine there's a bar somewhere or a club called the Neon Frog where it's just all EDM all the time, all deep house and shit all the time. Fine. When you're at the Neon Frog, fucking let it loose, baby. Open Pandora's box. When you're at Tequila Blue in Royal Oak, Michigan, like we don't, you're not fucking performing at, at Electric Forest, brother. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Like we just want to hear some shit we know and you get out of the way. It's like being a ref. In in football or in any sport, if you know the ref's name or you're talking about the refs, that's usually a bad thing. You don't want to know the ref's name. You don't want to mention the refs. The refs, if you're a ref and you're doing a good job, they, yeah, people forget you even exist. You're not even there, let alone know your name, let alone are talking about you. DJ, same way. If you're doing your job, if you're living up to the hype, not a fucking person is saying a word about you. No one's like, oh, man. This DJ, I mean, I guess people aren't like this DJ's unreal, but usually when you're when DJs are being talked about, it's like, what the hell is this guy playing? What are we doing? What's this DJ doing? Does this DJ think it's a rake? Like you're just getting raked over the coals if you're getting talked about. I hate to break it to you. It's fucked up that no one's talking about you and having positive conversations. I know it is. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. If you're getting talked about as a DJ, it's what the hell is this DJ playing? We're not at a rave. That's fine. I'm sorry it's not, hey, this DJ is the man. It's just human nature, I guess. But do yourself a favor. Do us a favor. Keep the deep house minimal. All right. Take a quick break. And uh, last topic of the day. So we've kind of gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday with that, with the stories of the days. This last one had, a, had a, another, if you can believe that. I've had a few now. Nose hats. Shout out nose hats. The second string, obviously, what I'm doing now. Had another billion dollar idea, if you can believe that. Something I don't know how it's been invented. Something that I may not necessarily know how to invent myself, but the idea is there. The concept is there. The fan market, the customer base would absolutely be there. A thing where once I describe it, you're going to start saying to yourself, yeah, that is weird that that doesn't exist. Yeah, you would be the richest man on our earth if you did that. Again. I may not know how exactly to execute it, but I do know what would need to be executed. Take a quick break. I'll take you inside the I, the, the core of my next billion dollar idea. <laughs> and here it is. Angel investors, get those notepads ready. GoFundMe fans, I guess. Get those internet pages ready. Software engineers, coders, if you know how to create apps, get those notepads ready. Here it is, the next billion-dollar idea. So let me set it up. Like I said, at Tequila Blue, having a time, having a ton of, oddly enough, tequila, a ton of it, too much, but it's fine. It happens. I'm 24. I'm young. I went to Michigan State. I can handle it. I'm built different. Shout out LeBron. I'm built for this. Bunch of tequilas going down the system. We're feeling good. It's been like... (laughs) 
was gonna say this, I was gonna say this like it was a long time. It's been a whole last week. <laughs> I was gonna say that like it's been a month or something. Like I have un- unbelievable reason to just get back on the horse. It's been it's been an entire week, and I'm just fucking. God, that's sad. It's been a week, and I'm just chomping at the bit to get after it. So we're doing tequila. Meet a girl. No big deal, guys. No big deal. When you're running a massive media empire, when you're dictating the, the trends of fashion in sportswear and streetwear, when you're monopolizing the minds of creatives all over the city of Detroit. <laughs> now nah, I'm just kidding. But blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Meet a girl having a good time, blah, blah, blah. For some reason, I don't know if I've been watching Always Sunny and that episode where Dennis wants to just have anonymous sex with everybody. He doesn't want to know any names. I don't know if that was like subliminally weirdly in my mind. I don't know if I thought like I was in, in some type of fucking movie or something. This girl and I were like, yeah, let's like we're talking for a while. It's like, let's not tell each other our names. Like it, we don't exchange numbers like intentionally. We're like, let's just not for now, for some, for some fucking reason. Don't know why. Don't know why. I don't think, I mean, I don't think I was consciously like, oh my God, this would be so sick if we just kept it anonymous. I don't think I was doing that. I don't have any recollection of doing that. I don't know why I would do that. I don't know why I would do that. For some reason, we're just like, fuck yeah, like anonymous. Let's not exchange. Interrupted. Interrupted. As I was saying, somehow we're not exchanging numbers. We think this is the fucking coolest shit that's ever happened to either of us. Don't know why. Going well, going well, going well. Here's what happens. I go to the bathroom. I got to piss like a racehorse. I've been pounding tequilas, mixed in a beer or two. Like there's, it's inevitable. I am hitting the bathroom one way or another. This girl could be fucking Megan Fox, Megan Fox herself. I'm moving her out of the way and I'm going and hitting the bathroom. I say, stay right here. We'll be right back. I go to the bathroom. Great time. Fucking unbelievable pee. Felt fantastic. Thank you for all of you who are concerned about out there. Come back. Nowhere to be found. Don't see her again the rest of the night. And this is kind of the tipping point where I'm like, after that, I'm like, kind of fucked up (laughs) between you and me. So it's tougher. The mind is wandering different places. Focus is kind of out of the window. Going on any sort of mission or search and recovery mission, search and rescue, probably out of the question. Don't know her name. Didn't exchange a, a, an ounce of information. Here I am two days later, like, damn, that sucks. I was getting along with her. We had a great time. Don't know anything about her. Don't know how to find her. Don't even know how I, if you were like, I'll give you a million bucks to find her. Don't even know what I do, where I begin to go about that process. Obviously I'm not that dedicated regardless, but if I had that level of dedication, don't even know what I do. So I sat, I sat, you know what? What's the social media app for finding the girl I met at the bar yesterday, but exchanged zero information with, because guess what? Guess what I fucking realized? It's a shame. It's an absolute shame. We hit it off. We were having a great time. Most girls probably goes for guys and girls and everybody listening. Most people you meet of the opposite sex or whatever it is you're into probably doesn't go that well. Probably doesn't go that well. Most of the time when it does go well, it's like, Oh shit. All right, let's be friends or whatever. And then you have that 
especially post-grad, I'm living in my fucking parents' house, guys. I'm living in my fucking parents' house. I don't step out the door and it's fucking Playboy on the street, dude. I step out the door and it's Golden Girls on the street. Like, I, I, I'm living with my parents here. I don't have a ton of chances. I'm not the first overall pick. I'm not going to get 10 chances to screw up. I'm like the guy who has taken 208th overall, and it's like, listen, man, when you get your opportunity, you better strike. <laughs> that's that's closer to what I am. I'm the 12th man on the bench. Like, if I ever get to play, if we somehow suffer enough injuries and I get tapped in, like, I better not fuck up. And that's exactly what I did. I came in the game and went one for 12. Hit it off, nothing, not a trace. Gone like then as as quickly as the night came, evaporated. What's the social media app for finding the chick that I met at the bar yesterday, but exchanged zero information with? If you could create that, because how many fucking times does it happen? Imagine that too. At a, like at MSU, how many times that happens where like maybe you you talk to some girl in the bathroom or in the bathroom line or like you talk to a girl at the bar. You're like only next to her for a couple of minutes, but you talk to her and it's like, oh, all right. I feel, oh, hey, 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 I'd like to get to know you more. But then you're gone. She's back to her friends. You're back to yours and you, that's it. And then you live in East Lansing where there's 50,000 people. <laughs> or in this case, Royal Oak or Detroit or Chicago or LA or wherever the fuck. And it's like, oh, shit, that's it. I mean, there's so many goddamn people here. I'm just not going to see you again. But you're like, fuck, I wish I did. How do we solve that problem? And this is what I mentioned before the break. The idea is there. You all are listening right now. Anybody who's paying attention, you're listening and you're like, damn, that actually is a good idea. Like I would use that. There's been a time in my life where an app like that would come in handy. There's been a time in my life. Oh, I saw this guy in my class. Oh, I saw, I saw this dude like at an IM game. I'm just never like, oh, there, that would solve some problems. That would solve some problems. I don't know what the marriage rate is, but it'd be higher. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Here's where it ties back. I don't know how we go about doing it. I don't know how it wouldn't be some sort of massive, massive infringement on like privacy law. Um, I don't even know how the concept really works to begin with. Um, like Instagram, obviously your name's tied to it. If you have no information, how, how would you be able to link someone together? Right. That's kind of tricky. Here's my thought. You, you make some sort of an app where, oh, I'm going to blank tonight. Oh, I'm going to tequila blue tonight. You like, it's like drinking buddy or beer buddies. It's like that, except instead of saying you're drinking, which is completely fucking pointless and does nothing for anyone. You say, Oh, I'm going out tonight. I'm going here. Oh, I'm going to Harper's tonight. Oh, I'm going to tequila blue tonight. And then let's say it stays for 24 hours. So the next day, fuck, who's that guy or who's that girl? I, I saw him here and I didn't get to talk to him or I talked to him for a couple minutes, didn't get a name, but we were hitting it off. Damn. Who was that? Boom. Log back in. I don't know what we'll call it. Maybe. I don't know what we'll call it. I have nothing good off the top of my head. You go back into the app. You go, all right. I was at Harper's last night. Now I can look at the list. All the people last night that said, oh, I'm going here. Scroll through. Maybe you have like profile pictures. You're like, fuck. There they are. There they are. Sure, it would take some dedication. Sure, on a given night, 
there's probably tequila blue. There's like four or 500 people probably at least that cycle through there. Sure. It would be a little bit of a laboring task to go through all those people to, to fucking like be squinting for that long, looking for the person you, you think you met. Sure. That would suck. You could do it though. I don't know how the app would make money. Maybe advertising, maybe advertising with these bars that would actually probably work. There's probably something there. The app works with the bars, works with the restaurants. There's probably something there. How, I mean, that's a fantastic idea. How many times, I, I feel like that happened to me again. Like I said, I'm living in the fucking old person community with my parents. So I'm not, this isn't happening to me all the time anymore. But at MSU, it happens all the time. You go out, you walk down the street, you go to the bar, you go here, you go there. Oh man, that girl don't know her. Don't, ah, that sucks. Never see her again. That fucking happens. Imagine, imagine if you could fucking reverse engineer the person and find out who it is with no information. That's a great idea. I would have used it this weekend. I'm sure there are a few people maybe listening right now that would have used it this weekend. And surely, surely, surely everyone listening right now would have used it at some point in their lives. We've all been there. It's a genius idea and it's going to make all the money in the world because everyone's going to use it. But I don't exactly know how we make it come to fruition. This is where I said software engineers, you know how to code. This is you're sitting there right now, like fucking going through the steps in your head. Like, all right, I would just do this, write this, 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 and it should work. If you're doing that, please DM me, text me, call me, reach me. If you want to reach me, beat me. If you want to reach me, let me know. Because if that's the case, I mean, to the moon, to the absolute moon, Jeff Bezos, who Jeff Bezos, fucking who? Oh man. What an idea. Anyways, if there is something like that, someone let me know. I tweeted it. Didn't get any feedback (laughs) would come in handy though. It would surely come in handy. All right. That's all I got today. Just a little weekend recap, shooting the shit tomorrow. The Detroiter, big, 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 big episode. I'm finally going to sink my teeth into the Cade talk. He was at the Tigers game tonight. He's going to be a fucking piston. I've been saying it for weeks. Morons have been trying to tell me otherwise for weeks. Nick Henkel will be joining me. Eli Bashi will be joining me. We're going to go deep, deep, deep on the stones. We're going to talk Red Wings, the Nick Letty trade. We're going to talk a little bit of Stafford, Jimmy Ward. We're going to talk about the Lions a bit, kind of start to dip our toes in how we're feeling. We're going to talk about this fucking Tigers team. We're going to talk about all of it. Probably no college tomorrow. There's not really much college to talk about. So look out for that. As always on Twitter at next second string, Instagram at the period second period string, the second string Detroit at gmail.com. You got things you want to talk about messages, whatever Cade shirts on sale in the store, in the store, the second string.com. We got trucker hats that are new. The tan ones are fucking fuego. Big fan hit. Check it out. Go into there. Grab your truck or grab some merch. Support the cause, baby. Appreciate everyone who listens. Appreciate everybody who shares and subscribes and likes and does all the stupid mundane stuff that helps on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow on the Detroiter feed. See you guys.